Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your Anzac Day special edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and for those of you unaware, a quick bit of Anzac Day history. The 25th of April marks the anniversary of the first major military action fought by Australia and New Zealand forces during World War One. I did not know that. One more tidbit in case you weren't aware, ANZAC is an acronym that stands for Australian and New Zealand Army Corps. The soldiers in those forces came to be known as ANZACs, and it is them and their tradition we celebrate today. And so in scorecard fashion, I'd like to honour and reflect the ANZAC tradition with a little list. Okay, let's make a list. The sporting rivalry between Australia and New Zealand is friendly but fierce. And today, I present to you the top five national sporting teams from these two great countries. Sounds great. So let's rip in. Number five! And Kelly Brazier will seal another title for New Zealand. It has been a week of milestones and emotions. They've had to fight and scratch, been pushed harder than usual perhaps. But they find a way through. The first team to make today's list is the New Zealand Women's Rugby Sevens outfit. They are the defending Olympic champions, six times World Rugby Sevens champions, three more than the next best nation who happens to be Australia, and they are currently sniffing distance away from a seventh title ahead of the season-ending tournament in Toulouse next month. And a nation that has scaled every other peak in rugby now has the one prize that was missing, an Olympic gold. Black gold in Tokyo, New Zealand, Olympic champions. And they only came in fifth. Wow. Number four. And the first appearance by an Aussie team on the list. As Green around the wicket is bowling to Anderson. Oh, he's knocked him over. He's knocked him over. Green gets the wicket. Anderson is on his bike. And Australia are 3-0 up and have won the Ashes. Yes, I'll admit I've suffered some short-term amnesia, including the Aussie men's cricket team on this list. I'm choosing not to remember their most recent performance as a team on the subcontinent. That's cheating. Yeah, but it's my list, so suck it. And besides, the men's team are currently the number one ranked test side in the world, the number one ranked ODI side in the world, and while they only sit sixth in the T20 world rankings, I think it's fair to rate them as the best overall men's cricketing side on the planet. Moving right along. Number three. If I were putting this list together in a couple of months, this team could easily be number one. But until then, the Matildas will have to settle for third. And long ball for Kerr. As it bounces off the surface, Kerr nips in. The mistake by Williamson. And Sam Kerr strikes again. Ahead of this year's FIFA Women's World Cup, set to be jointly hosted by Australia and New Zealand, the Matildas find themselves the 10th ranked team in the world and one of the genuine chances to lift the cup at the end of the tournament. Spearheaded by arguably Australia's most marketable athlete on the planet, Sam Kerr, the Matildas have carved out a prime spot in the hearts and minds of Australian sporting lovers and deserve their spot on this list. Who's number two? Okay, now we're getting to the pointy end. Only two spots left on the top five list of Australian and New Zealand national sporting teams. So, let's meet our runners-up. Look, I'm well aware that they've momentarily slipped from their rightful spot atop the Rugby Union World Rankings. But come on, it's the All Blacks. As if they weren't going to be somewhere near the top of this list. You're talking about basically the most dominant national sporting team that's ever existed. A 76% winning rate at international level. Three World Cups, not to mention the annual embarrassment they hand the Wallabies every year during the Bledisloe. It's a bit embarrassing though, isn't it? They write books about this team. 
other national teams from other sports attempt to emulate the fabled All Blacks culture. So if you're seriously sitting there arguing they don't deserve to be at number two, you don't understand sport at all. How rude! Okay, we've reached the peak. The apex, the top of the Anzac sporting tree. And the winner is... Catch! Yeah. It's Jess Jonathan with the court and bold. And with that sharp catch, Australia have retained the ashes. As if it could be anyone else. The Aussie women's cricket side are the number one ranked test team, the number one ranked ODI team, the number one ranked T20 team, and some studies showed that apparently they are the national team Australian sports lovers have the greatest emotional connection with. Let's not make this personal. Okay, but that fact aside, the Aussie women take the piss when they take the field. It's a team littered with champions. Captain Meg Lanning deserves a statue outside the MCG. Elise Perry is right next to Matilda striker Sam Kerr when it comes to marketability. Alyssa Healy is as dogged a competitor as the sport of cricket has ever seen behind the sumps and a swashbuckler with the willow in hand. And Ash Gardner is the highest paid female cricketer on the planet after signing a very lucrative women's Premier League deal. Must be nice. But while they're a team full of champions, most importantly, they are a champion team, deserving of their spot atop this list. And there you have it. That is the full list, the top five Anzac national sporting teams. I'm Liam Flanning, and I hope you've all found a way to pay your respects to the Anzacs today, and I hope you've enjoyed this special edition of The Scorecard. We'll catch you tomorrow on the podcast. Listener.